Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. I'm proud of the stuff I did, um, but I, you know, I would turn down shows. They like, okay, we want you to come on, and now you're gonna do this character that's gonna, um, you're gonna start doing a Morgan Freeman voice, then you're gonna do a Robert Downey Jr. voice, and then you're gonna go back to Morgan Freeman. Like I can do, I know I could do that. It's not doing anything for me. How about I play a character? Oh, we want somebody else for that. I'm like, okay, then just, you know, people <laughs> always ask me why are you not doing as much TV, and I'm like, well, because I don't want to keep doing the same thing. I've done that. Up on Gay presents Conversations with a Legend. What's up, everybody? It's LeVar Arrington here. This is an exciting, another exciting edition of Conversations with a Legend. You know, as 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 I tell you all every single week, I like to keep things spicy. I like to keep things interesting. We don't just stay in one aspect of legendary talk. Legends are legends. doesn't matter if it's in sports. It doesn't matter if it's in a different industry like, uh, well, comedy. huh? How about that? Well, my next guest needs no introduction, but I will bring my friend on the correct way. One of the best impersonators, celebrity impersonators in the business. Big time contributor to Fox Sports Sundays, this big show for football and NFL. Yeah, that's right. You know, Fox, Fox you know, F-O-X, Fox. That's the guy. You know who I'm talking about? Frank Caliendo. My guy, the man, the myth, the legend. What is up? I, uh, I'm i not sure how to follow up that intro. Uh, because <laughs> at first it sounded like you're almost apologizing for me. <laughs> no, and then no. You, no, 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 no. I know, no but way. it's like, we, we don't know what sports. And, so, and then it was a huge buildup. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. It's a buildup, yeah. The buildup. I don't know. I got, 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 got to create a buildup. 
listen to the whole thing. You can't take a piece of the intro. You've got to take the full five minutes of it. It's and a setup. <laughs> you wouldn't be, it wouldn't be legendary if, if you didn't set it up the right way. You know what I mean? Like I could have came in and been like, all right, uh, Frank Caliendo <laughs> of Fox Sports. Uh, yeah, he does NFL Sundays and he does celebrity impersonations very well. He's done a stint in Vegas. He's he's got shows. He's he's done CDs. You know, I could have did all of that, but you're a yeah. legend. So it's kind of like I build it up that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to I'm just going to let the let I'm always people. It's so funny because when people do introduce me, they'll say things like, uh, the the great frank caliendo and i feel like i should hmm. be a magician or something at that point right uh hmm. like i should just appear I, I never know what that but it's it's always interesting when somebody says that to me because i always feel like i'm the least great person out there i, I think it's a hmm. an odd mentality that i have i you know you were around a lot of athletes i know you're around entertainers and uh all kind you know whether it's fox sports or whatever um you're in, 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 you're in Hollywood, right? You're in LA. Yeah, yeah. You're, it's, you know, everybody has this belief that they're all so good at everything and you have to have that in sports, right? I think you mm -hmm. probably have to have that in, in uh, entertainment as well. And that might sure. be my problem uh, mm -hmm. that I just always feel like I'm just kind of a regular guy who got lucky. So I feel I the hard. same way though. I feel yeah. the same way. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't look at it. I don't embrace it. Though. Like you're, I, I approach life the same exact way you just said it. Like I just see myself as a normal dude. I got lucky. I, I was, I worked hard, you know, my parents gave me some good genetics, you know, and then it just, it worked out, you know, what about in football though? When you played football, uh, you could you I mean I don't know can you play like that feeling you've got to feel like you're the guy right you when you go to. out when you go out on the field for me my mentality was when I went out on the field I was coming for your life Frank yeah like I I, I, I live by the saying I'm a warrior that's in the garden not a gardener that's in the war you know what I mean <laughs> so yeah. so but when I take that helmet off when that comes off I'm a regular dude. Like I'm just as normal. I'm just as, as soft-spoken. I, I don't want any smoke. I don't want no drama, none of that. But when that guy comes out, he's a warrior that's in the war. And I know, I knew when I played, I knew what my job was. I knew what I needed to get done. I knew what I needed to do to get it done. And with that came a certain mentality and a certain approach, but I, I, you know, I, I, I apply it in certain aspects of my life, Frank, but I really am kind of, I'm, I'm very, very low impact, super low impact. I, I don't, I don't want like the drama he was going after. I don't want that drama. I just, Do I you just think, want to be normal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to turn this back to the legend that is you instead of me, but I'm interested in this right now. Do you think a lot of players and especially in football have trouble turning that off? Like sometimes. Yeah. I that's why so. guys that, some guys do get in trouble and some absolutely. guys absolutely you, you have that mentality and you can't turn off being that person who's on the field. It's like, I always say it's like, you ever hang out with like a person who sells cars, their car salesman, and they always sell it. You're at dinner and they're making a deal to pass the gravy. Always and you're just like, what do you do? What do you do? How do you, right. you can't turn it off. So it's like, we get wired a certain way. We're trained and especially even more now kids uh, although I think kids have a lot more surrounding them to giving, you know, good voices and bad. But I, I think there's a lot more information coming at them um, to make some good choices. But they, it's one of those things where you 
are completely bombarded by that stuff. You turn into the you turn into the Terminator, and you can't turn it off. Yeah. Uh, How does that work for you? Because if you're if you're a comic, you you have to get into character to be able to deliver what it is that you deliver. That's the same thing with us as athletes. We have to get into character to be able to deliver what we're delivering. How does that work for you? Are you able to turn off and on funny and what funny is and then what being a comedian and doing the impersonations like that mentality? How does that work for you? Yeah, I think so. I think it goes back to even grade school or middle. I was very quiet in grade school. Middle school, I started to come out of my shell a little bit. I didn't really do impressions and stuff like that yet, but I did. I would do impressions of friends. Like I remember this guy, Darren Barsh, had like one of those combs in his back pocket and his nostrils would flare. And he'd always be, do, you know, he'd always be, he'd feather his hair back and he was going, dude, you're right out of a TV show, a terrible 80s TV show. It's just so bad. But um, so I think. So what, what is me, How did he do it? How did he do it? Give, give me the just, full deal. He would just kind of do this and he. He had this huge strut. Like, he couldn't even not strut when he was doing a layup in the basketball line. Like, he had this – he bounced from side to side. He was a, he was a pretty athletic guy, but he he just – it would and he'd just do this and just look around to see if girls were watching him comb his hair. Um, so – but it was one of those uh, – I, I, for me, I was very quiet as a kid. So then in middle school, I started coming out of my shell a little bit. By high school, I was – making fun of, you know, teachers and doing all that kind of stuff and impressions, I'd say, but not so much famous people, maybe a little bit there, but I never got in trouble with teachers. Cause I always knew the right time to, to, to do stuff. Like my parents would go in for teachers conferences and be like, Frank is such a leader in class. I never thought of myself like that, but I would, I could actually judge the people in the class. I could judge who wasn't getting stuff. Let's say Spanish class. And I could, I could kind of look around the room and go, this teacher's not explaining this very well. And I'd ask questions to try and get other people to understand it. Not that I was the smartest kid in the room, because I wasn't. I was probably upper third, but I always had a feeling that I could read the audience go, there's a weird tension in this room. Nobody's understanding what this person's saying. And I think, I think it's a detriment to me in comedy sometimes because I read the room a little too much. The best comics, I think, don't care. Like Dave Chappelle uh guys uh bill burr people who really don't care about anything they just go out and do their thing and they are playing they're playing a little bit to the audience but they're telling they're saying exactly how they feel and the brilliance of both those guys and they both are able to do this in their own way is they hit a topic that you're like oh no how did you do that and then they come back and hit the other side the other way you're like oh that's how you did it Mm -hmm. and you get in they get in quote unquote trouble people come after them but it's just so smartly done and the regular person goes, okay, I see what you're doing there. It's a joke. You're not trying to hurt anybody. That that's really well structured and brilliant. That's that's mm-hmm. I don't have any of that, <laughs> but I'm like a puppet show. But it's uh, but I watch those guys and I go and people and I go, oh my, that's just brilliant the way. Because I'm too scared. I get scared when it's an mm-hmm. edgy type mm-hmm. of topic. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Well, I they run. come with it now. The the cancel culture will come for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't okay. care. Male, female, black, white, Asian, his, they don't care. They come. Yeah. In. Yeah. It's t- and it's a weird thing because I really like to I've always liked to hear different perspectives. And I, just, I feel like you're like that, too. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yeah. But anytime I've I've watched you on TV, especially in the last few years and listening to the radio or whatever podcast. I say you, you can you have a you, you have that moment of uh, hold on a second. I don't agree with this, but let me hear you out. 
Mm-hmm. Let me hear you out. And then you have that ability that a lot of people don't have, I think, nowadays, because people love to go after each other. You have that ability to go, okay, I respectfully disagree with what you're saying, but mm-hmm. you have the right to your opinion. I, I mm-hmm. think it's wrong in what I believe, but I'm not going to disrespect you and tell you're a bad person. I think you come, you might have a different point of view, and that's, that's right. fine, but just understand I'm not there, but I'm not going to call you a terrible, horrific person and think you're the worst person ever. We still have to try and get along. And I think that's a, that's a key. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bear Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, you know, it's Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of and those. Then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I feel like that's the new business model. The new business model is not to have differing perspectives. The new business model is is to convince the masses that you have to fully agree with what it is that my opinion is. My opinion, 
not the yeah. facts, right. because the facts are falling on their face right now with everything that's going on in our society and our culture, Frank. The facts are getting lost. It's the opinions that the business, the businesses are are now able to leverage and and are able to utilize to improve their bottom line. That's that's what I think. That's my take on it. Because I enjoy yeah. having perspective, but it just seems like when you give perspective, now perspective that isn't with the masses, that isn't the opinion of the culture that is ready and sitting there to cancel you. Whether it is, I don't like cats. Somebody wants to cancel you because you don't like cats. What do you mean you don't like cats? I don't like cats. I don't trust them. I mean, I'm a nitty <laughs> I'm a Nittany Lion. I like big cats. I don't trust big cats either. You know what I mean? That's my mascot. I'm with him. But I'm not trying to have no cat up in my house. I just, I saw that movie. You remember the movie where the cat crawled up on the little kid, started sucking the breath out of him, and you could see the air coming out of the kids. I never trust the cats after that, Frank. I don't like cats. But you know what? Peter will come after me, even though I'll give you a great response and an explanation as to why I don't like cats. I'm not saying I'm going to kick the hell out of a cat if I see one. I will see one walking down the street. I'm going to kick him across the street. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just giving perspective. I'd rather have a dog. I'm into dogs. Why? Because they're simpler. You know, they listen to you. They do what you want them to do. Most all, if you get the type of breed you want. I got an American bully. We both like to be lazy. I lay down <laughs> and sleep. So does he. We good to go. You need to go out. You go out. I don't need to be walking you 20 times a day. There's a different breed for that and a different person for that breed, right? But that's right. no, that's 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 my factual information. That is a perspective from me. That's it's a fact because it's my opinion that it's for me, right? It's not factual information as in that's a bulldog, that's a bulldog, that's what it is. No, boom, done, right? It just seems like every single time you have an opinion these days, people lose their s over you yeah. not having the same opinion as them. So I kind of I dig with what you're saying. Yeah, it's honesty, and I like honesty. I like people, and I'm I, 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 honest. I'm being honest here. I'm not. All, I, that's why I, very, I pick a lot of things I'm going to do. I'm very careful what I do. I used to not be. I used to go do everything, and then mm -hmm. you can be you can be put in these boxes that you don't want to be in. But that's one of the things I appreciate about about you is the honesty. It's it's that honest thing where you come from when you have enough clout and you have enough. Um, and I don't mean a clout in a negative way. I mean a very positive way. Mm -hmm. But you have enough courage and you have enough confidence to do your thing um one i talk about this in my act the, the one of the most honest people you don't have to agree with them or disagree with them one of the most honest people out there i believe is charles barkley mm. and he comes out there and he will say things that a lot of people are like i can't believe he said that a couple <laughs> years ago i use this i talk about this in my act it's about draymond green he said i want to punch draymond green in the face right <laughs> now we knew that he did not really you know, we've all said that kind of thing. A guy and a person annoys you. You want to punch him in the face. You know, just right. it's a it's a saying. And he said that. And the everybody went crazy. Not everybody. The media went crazy on him and said, you've got to apologize. Now, as I said, I talked about this. In my head. Charles Barkley's not the kind of guy who reads off a piece of paper. I apologize for the following reasons. My lawyer says I should be sorry. He's not that. You know, some people will do that. That's that garbage kind of thing where you, yeah. you just lose respect for somebody. That's not Sir Charles. There's a reason he's knighted in my head. But there, right. that's not him. So what he did was brilliant. It was the smartest thing I'd seen 
to this point is he went on TV and they made him apologize, but he did it with something he could live with. He looked directly into the camera. And this is basically what he said. I apologize for recognizing that Draymond Green has such a punchable face. So that's what that's kind of what he said. Yes, yes. Yes. But he went cra- okay, they said I heard the word apology and he saw No, he just kind of said you're an idiot. Uh if you can't just uh, and people can disagree. The great thing about what we can do and say is agreement and disagreement. But if that's one of those things where Charles Barkley I, I I mean, I think he's a smart guy. I don't know how much he knows about the world. I don't care. I just know that he's hey, honest. Hey, Chuck, I just know Chuck, that he says things you, he believes. What do you mean? What do you mean you're going? Chuck, what do you mean you're going to hit Draymond Green in the face, Chuck? Listen, Chuck. Shaq, that's what I'm trying to say. You have to understand. Look look at me. Look at me, Shaq. He's trying to, but one eye's going the wrong way. Chuck, Chuck, what, what do you mean, Chuck? Chuck, I got Ray, I got Ray's kidney to the ball, Chuck. Chuck, Chuck what do you mean? <laughs> I, I once <laughs> I once did a I once did a an interview with Shaq and I got him to do Shaq Trump. He was doing Trump. He's like, that's luxurious. That's tremendous. <laughs> it was the funniest. Just Shaq doing a Trump impression. That's tremendous. That's very, very good. That's very love it. Love it. Oh, so funny. What that so you got into doing the impressions in in high school. It carries over. You you start to build a career. Now let me I'll go back. I played I played sports. So I played sports for him. My dad was a minor league baseball player in the uh, White Sox organization back in the day. So I I grew up playing sports. I love baseball because my dad always said you don't have to be that fast. You don't have to be that strong. You you don't have to I was I was a zero tool player. All right. I could hit a little bit, but they always think they can teach you to hit. So no, no, you know, I didn't run. I wasn't super fast. I was decent speed for my school and stuff like that. But once you get into the real world and see how fast and powerful athletes actually are, you realize, oh my god, I never had a chance to be a professional athlete. Um, but we all have those little dreams. But I grew up playing sports. I was a catcher in baseball, and I would mess around with the batters as the hitters mm-hmm. were up. I would talk to the umpires. Again, I was reading the audience. I would try and get the umpire on my side, do some jokes, goofing around, say some stupid stuff, keep the umpire entertained, and try and throw the batter off by saying silly stuff. You know, here comes a fastball, you know, and obviously, and then a fastball comes, I'm like, told you, you know, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that was a lot of my humor came from sports. I wish I had done a lot more in like theater and paid more attention in history class and English class and those types of things. That's one of the things I always tell kids. If you understand more about history, all all different elements of it, and if, if you can talk about so many topics and uh, and be influential in so many other ways. Mm-hmm. I know nothing. I mean, I people like I on Jeopardy. I would be in the negatives. I would score. I would be. I would. Mm-hmm. I would lose horrifically. So, Why do you think um, that is? Because you just don't, don't. You just don't have that type of knowledge base. You you just didn't commit to that knowledge base. You have knowledge, but it just might not be kind of formatted that way. I think it's part of it. I think it probably had some type of uh, attention deficit type of thing. I don't know if okay. it was really right. that or what. But my mind, as you can tell, even in this kind of an interview, you know what my, I call it? I call it selective brilliance, my guy. You're because you're a positive guy. That's why. Well, that's what it is, though. Like for you to be able to do what you do and be able to handle situations the way that you do, like think about this, right? Don't and I I can I can sympathize with this because I do media. People don't realize 
when that light goes on and it's live television, there's no do-overs. Like I, I like like filmed shows, pre-recorded, you know, that's a little different. Podcasting, yeah. this, that, and the other, you can edit things out. But when you go live and you gotta do what you do and it's live, or you're in front of a, a audience and it's live, the the amount of emotional balance, physical balance, mental balance that you have to create in order to deliver something that is consumable by the masses is brilliant. That's brilliant. For you to be able to do what you do and deliver it the way that you do is brilliant. So it's just selective brilliance. That's all it is. Well, I thank you. I One of the things, see, for me, I get into a rut where I know things that work, right? I know, and that's the that's heavy on the selective, and you can decide on the brilliance. Mm -hmm. But I know that when I get into a tough jam, I can always go to an impression. It's like a crutch. It's a full-on stretcher is what it is. It's not just a crutch. It's it's the paramedics coming to save the day or the jaws of life, right? So I know I can go into that because anytime something goes wrong, I could, in, in the in the old days, I could just describe it as John Madden because you got this over here and he meant to say this and then boom. I mean, this guy's an idiot. So I could do that. And then later it was Morgan Freeman explaining. And that's why they realized that Frank Caliendo had no idea what he was talking about. So I could go to one of those things right. and save the day. So it wasn't even what I was always saying right away in the middle. It was just how, it was, who, who you it, were delivering. It was fixing it. And I could fix it with the puppets that are these impressions a, the, that are in that version. Yeah. I mean, part of my difficulty is I've always learned by repetition. And let's tie this into sports for a second. But, I, you know, you that's how you learn that's how you train right you train mm -hmm. to become you, you train to become let's say an assassin in football if you're gonna you're you're, you're gonna break down make the tackle you, you're probably looking at hips right is that where you're well, looking I, so you I was a shoulder stalker i stocked the shoulder okay. but but okay. we are creatures but of that's habit. what you creatures that's of what habit. you had yep. what you had stocked, so you get so you stock them that. shoulders i stocked the shoulder so you go that. So let's say you 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 do the predator you have the, the it's all coming in there right it's all uh, everything's in your infrared in front of you. Now, when you train something, you do it over and over and over. But game, what happens in a game is there's audibles. Not in not talking about that the line, but a guy does something, a person does something you've never seen before, mm -hmm. and now you have to react. And I think that's a difference between, like, let's say college football and NFL. In college, the guy that you're going to tackle probably is trained to do something too. At that next level all of a sudden they've trained to do six or seven things. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I and they studied you. Yes. Yes. And that's, and, and the <laughs> amount of work that goes into that and learning, you know, each other that yeah. it, I've heard that so many times in, um, you know, from professional athletes, just that the amount of people, I don't think the lay person, I don't even think I understood it going in the amount of work that goes into becoming a prof prof professional athlete at the highest level, Mm -hmm. it's a full-time it's more than a full-time job it's your life it's an obsession it's obs obsession that's, that's a why word that, that's why i didn't become a pro football hall of famer because i i was always a person that played football i was never yeah. a football player see i see i i see where i think we're even more similar than i thought that's why i see myself as a as a person who's in entertainment i always mm -hmm. see myself as this regular guy who got lucky to be able to do you know figure some things out with some voices and stuff like that but kind of just a a regular person. So, uh, so you had some genetics that you, that could let, let you to play the game of football. Yeah. Uh, 
and I had some physical tools that allowed me to do what I do with impressions and voices and that type of stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it, it, there's, but I always see myself as this person that you, you meet a person that's, I meet a person that's like an actor, the highest level of actor. And I'm like, I don't know if I could be, they're just living it constantly. Every living sing- it. And you have a son, you have one son, two, two sons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I had kids, everything changed for me because I, when I had kids, I'm like, okay, now my whole goal is just to help them in their lives. If I'm around at home while they're growing up and the next stage is if I can, I have my kids go to meeting agents at, um, at, at CAA, which is my agency. And I have them going to meet, uh, some famous people so they can get used to not to try and get jobs right away or anything, just be around high level people because, most people don't get that opportunity. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to get them jobs right now. I'm just trying to get them used to like Exposure. my daughter. Yeah. And my daughter's met six or seven different Avengers, people who play the Avengers. She can now at 16 years old, hang out and talk to somebody super famous from a movie that she's grown up watching. Mm-hmm. Most people can't do that because they don't even have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's one of those things that by the time she gets into the work world, cause she wants to be in PR and behind the scenes, she doesn't want to be on screen. She wants to be behind the scenes. By the time she gets there, she'll be able to interact with people that a normal 22, 23 year old has to adapt to. And I'm just mm-hmm. trying to get the kids in, and, and you being at the level you've played football to, I think I saw your son six, three and is now, being recruited by schools is that all what kinds I, of schools yeah that's that's little labar yep and, and my been, oldest my oldest is at delaware he's a blue oh, okay mm-hmm. okay so you but you've been able that's the thing is when they talk about pedigree and stuff like that when you grow up being around uh somebody who's been through it you gravitate to it, it and it changes you have a perspective somebody brand new that's never been in this world of uh, professor, you know, like college athletics or something like that. They're in a whole new world from high school to college to college to to uh, the pros. Giant jumps. Now, if you've got a parent that's been around that, has been around media and what happens and all that, and coaches and different types of situations, mm-hmm. you are so far ahead of everything mm-hmm. that you know. That's right. Let's look at quarterbacks. You know, you look at. The court, I'm going to look at Jalen Hurts. I'm going to look at Peyton Manning, Jalen Hurts. Okay. Two different guys. Parents, parents, professional football. And I believe Jalen Hurts is high school. Dad is a high school coach, right? The coach, yes. He, he, but he's a coach. And when you have a dad that's a coach, and if they, I, Jalen Hurts, I don't know much about him, but I can, I believe he's never been babied by that, that father coach. I feel like <laughs> he's, he's been pushed mm. and not too far, but in the right ways. Peyton Manning, same way around a dad, you know, the whole Manning fam. Football they've royalty. Been a, uh, yeah, they, they've been around all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it's easier. I don't think it's easier. I think there are other things that are more difficult, especially for uh, somebody like Manning, who's, you know, they're put on a pedestal. Now you have to, uh, let's take it's the Ronnie expectations. James. Yeah. Let's, it's you know, the let's expectations that's placed. You, but you're right. I know I, I'm, I'm digging what you're saying because it's not that it's easier, but I'll put it to you like this. If you have a roadmap to becoming what it is that you ultimately can become versus just figuring it out as you go, those kids that have the roadmap are generally much further ahead than the kids that are just trying to figure it out. I just tried to figure it out. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? 
Bare Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, my dad My dad was a good man, is a good man, and we watched VHS cassettes. That's how I learned how to play football. We watched VHS cassettes, and he said, just do what Eric Dickerson does. When you get the football, <laughs> see the way he looks, try to look like Eric Dickerson. I play football linebacker. You see Dick Buckius, you, you see Greg Lloyd, try to do it exactly the way they do it. So I did everything I did through visualization. I didn't do it through training, right? Like I didn't, my dad didn't get out there as a coach and was like, this is how you handle this. This is how you read it. This is why you read it. This is why it's going to happen the way it's going to happen. This is what you need to do. This is what they're going to do. Like all these different processes on and off the field that guys like Peyton and Eli and even Arch, little Arch now are receiving growing up. They're that much further along because they do have a defined roadmap to becoming that. If that's what they indeed want to become, they have a, a defined way of approaching it. And that's how I've been with my kids as well. You know, my wife played Division One basketball. I played Division One football. 
We're Division One athletes, so we have a very, very um, structured approach to how how you go about development as as an athlete, and it's worked. I mean, not only is my son getting recruited, and my son's already out of uh, my other one's out of D one, but I have a daughter that's committed to Loyola Marymount for volleyball. So it's kind of like like you said, what what you're putting down is dope stuff because it is a process to success. Success may come to some people as luck. I don't subscribe to success being luck. I don't think you are lucky to be successful. I think you can look at yourself as a lucky person for having someone show you or yeah. you believing in your process or whatever it may be, finding your way, but you're not lucky to be successful. You had to earn success. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, because we don't all start at the same spots. That's right. But it, everybody, it, people don't realize how much hard work. I mean, I, I I always listen. I grew up. All I wanted to do, I would love. To, I wanted to be a professional athlete. I mean, that's. I think most kids that I know, I grew up. I think probably wanted to be that just because I grew up in a sports house. Um, I, you know, at, at a certain point, you realize that's just you. You, you know whatever level you're going to end at, that's, that's it. Um, I never had a plan for anything else. That's why I kind of am doing stuff with my kids to go, well, here, here are some alternatives you can do. Um, if your first dream maybe doesn't uh, materialize, you have alternate things that are similar to that, but a go for your dream, always go for your dream, but be aware that there are other things you can, you can work toward as well that are very similar to that. Um, and you can, you can use as steps to maybe even get there eventually. I mean, athletics is, I mean, when we grew up, we practiced, right? We, I'm mm -hmm. 49. I think you're about the same age, right? Somewhere in there. I'm a little okay. younger, but we we're okay. in the same, we're in the same decade okay. though. Yeah. So, so I, uh, we practice, we would go to practice. Now these kids train, they oh, yeah. train the muscles. Oh, yeah. They train small muscle groups, specialized. You, you get put uh, you have, uh, you have, they have the opportunity. That's why I think there's so many injuries too, is the skeletal system can only, you know, do so much with fast twitch muscle and the more muscle mm -hmm. you build, your bones can only, and ligaments can only deal with so much. We were getting to the peak we could be at that time, but now people are trained almost like military level. And the, the athletes not only have the genetics, they also have the work ethic and the, and the, the nutrition and everything to get there. You're, you're a super soldier, right? You're, you're at that level of like, holy cow, you can't even, I played basketball just in a, you know, just pick up basketball years ago. It was, uh, I used to work at an indoor baseball softball place and there was a basketball court there and Latrell Sprewell came there one time because he was from Milwaukee where I grew up. Mm -hmm. And we thought, you know, we're kids, we're just dribbling. I couldn't even dribble. I couldn't, it's like, you know, I have Raptor arms, you know, I'm five, six and, you know, <laughs> he just reached like right around me and just you know fingertips would just grab tap the ball to himself right i'm like i i had no chance <laughs> you know and at the time spruwell was you know he was a he was an all-star and elite level player and you're going man i didn't even understand what it was like and that was one of the first times as i was like, i was around some major league baseball players before that but to see a peak you know football player then you get around guys in the nfl and he's like Holy God. The first time I ever saw JJ Watt, my buddy, you know, could probably bench like 250, 300 pounds. He's a big guy. He was half the size of JJ. Like JJ's width, like it was an eclipse. 
you're just going, what the hell? I can't even believe the size of and this. And he human can being. run. Yeah. And he can move. Yeah. And he's yeah, agile. Yeah. Yeah. Switching direction. Like grown ass men looking like like wild animals, man. That's yeah. that's that's where, but you know what? It, it just takes a certain mentality to be able to know that you belong, even if because there's always someone bigger, there's always someone badder. And, and I know C.T. Fletcher said, well, somebody got to be the baddest and there might be one out there that's the baddest. But I tell you what, there's still one out there that's going to knock the hell out of that. The baddest one as well. So it's just it's a humbling game. It's a humbling approach. How does how does that apl apply to what you do because you have competition you have competitors and if you weren't good at what you're doing you would not have had the longevity that you've been able to have how does that work for you well i found a niche all right so my niche was the sports thing which is what really which is what i knew right and i i did it because i liked um i liked sports overall uh, i knew more about history and sports so i would go that's the route i really took um in a way, it was kind of the in a way it was kind of the easy road because it was something I knew about. I, I always look at things like coulda, shoulda, woulda, you know, those types of things. Um, I I'm trying to say this the right way. I, I again, I worked hard in certain things, but I could have worked in other areas and done a lot more. I, I can do impressions all day long. I can do that type of stuff, and I even stopped doing it for a while. Um, to try and do some other stuff, but realize, well, that's really what people want from me, which is a, it's good and bad because at least most people never get the chance to have something somebody wanted from you, right? Um, let, so now I, I try, I keep the lights on with doing a lot of the impressions and stuff like that. I'm trying to find newer things and do different things, but I, I you know, I want to go a different route and it, it, you get tight, like you're doing this whole broadcasting thing and, uh, you know, building a media empire. You get tired of being the thought of one thing, what you were in your first, the first life that builds you. And then there's the second life that turns you into this thing you really want to be. And whether you get there or not, you it's never know. Give it a hell of but, a go. But get, yeah, just make the effort, right? Yeah, it's that, it's yeah. that. So I'm in that. I'm kind of in that okay. right now where I'm trying okay. to do something different. I'm proud of the stuff I did, um, but I, you know, I would turn down shows. They're like, okay, we want you to come on, and now you're gonna do this character that's gonna, um, you're gonna start doing a Morgan Freeman voice, then you're gonna do a Robert Downey Jr. voice, and then you're gonna go back to Morgan Freeman. Like I can do, I know I can do that. It's not doing anything for me. How about I play a character? Oh, we want somebody else for that. I'm like, okay, then just, you know, people <laughs> always ask me, why are you not doing as much TV? And I'm like, well, because I don't want to keep doing the same thing. I've done that. And now it's time for younger, new people to come in. I think I still have some of that sports mentality. Okay. Where I watch some of these new, new people coming up, I go, oh, they're really good. I've done this. It's almost embarrassing to be doing the same things. You know, I, I'll do some stuff once they're like, why don't you do more of those impression videos? I go, because haven't you seen me do enough of that? No, I love it. I'm like, okay, so I'll do some. But if I do it constantly, I start to feel like, I, I feel like you going and playing in legends, uh, you know, like, college like, legends football games. Yeah, flag games all the time. <laughs> I'm like not doing that. Do, you could do something, you know, for fun, but you pick and choose your times yeah. and make it a special thing as yeah, opposed to, that. I'm going to go do this all the time because you see yourself in this different part of your life. Yeah, I get that. I, all right, so... Because we could do this all day on on everything. I, on we could we could keep going. Um, 
I got two things I want to hit you with before I wrap okay. this up. First thing is, are you what are you promoting anything? Like, do you got anything going on? Like you could give us your your social handles. Let us know what what are we looking for from from, you know, you these days? What you got going on? Um, I'm at Frank Caliendo across the board uh, at Frank, the letter C, the word alien and the word do D.O. at <laughs> Frank C. Alien do. Alien do. See alien do Frank at Frank Sierra and do and uh, I'll be in uh, right outside of Salt Lake City in um, uh, Wendover, Nevada in the middle of May. And then I just got I'm, my family. We're going to Italy. I've never been to Europe. And uh, my Caliendo were Italian. Uh, my wife's even more Italian. She's and she lets me know every day. Um, she, uh, so we're going to Italy for a, a couple of weeks. And on the way there, we're stopping at columbus ohio and cleveland ohio my wife's from cleveland so i'm doing a couple of club dates there Midwest. Um, yeah yeah i grew up in milwaukee walk i walk show wisconsin born in chicago so uh frank on gives you all that info too so we'll push uh, it out yeah we'll push it out and and i'm certain it's a it's an amazing show brilliant brilliant selective uh, brilliance selective brilliance you got that the selective brilliance man like the most brilliant people are selectively brilliant like if you really yeah. think about it they they really are so you know um you know uh what's his name uh uh who's the like super super einstein couldn't even tie his shoes he wasn't yeah, even I capable of tying his shoes I I'll mean, tell, tell me that isn't selective. Like, like, <laughs> like, dude, like it's just some strings, like cross them up, make a bow, wrap it around, pull the bow through. You got, you got a tied shoe. Like, come on. Like you're, yeah. you're splitting atoms, but you can't tie your goddamn shoe. Is that, is that Similar. Albert behind you? Is that him behind uh, you over your shoulder? No, uh, no, that's not. No, 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 no. no that's Joe. No. Oh, oh, geez. Yeah. That's definitely not Albert Einstein. <laughs> Different shade, my bad. Major, yeah. major league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yama, 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 yama. Yeah, I got you. All right. So, and I love the dog collection back there. I'm a big mark too, my, myself, and and obviously Batman is, is is a dope dude. Um, my last question, which I always ask every legend at the end of my interview, is when it's all said and done, and they're looking down on your body or whatever your, your memorial, whatever it is, the pictures on the side, whatever it may be, what is it that it would mean the most to you for the people that are there to honor you to say? What what do you want Frank Caliendo's legacy to be? What do you want to leave behind? How do you want uh, to be remembered? Honestly, I don't know if I want this. I, I, I guess a piece of me does, and it's going to sound. I think it's probably that I did uh, that. My wife and I did a good job with our kids. I know people. But they, it's that seems to be my whole life. Whether I gave up on myself or or I just thought, you know what, I brought these, you know, help bring these people into the world. Um, I, you know, I, we always hear that thing that we, we want our kids to do better than us. Um, I think there's a piece of that if as far as a selfish thing, I don't know. I think I would, I would love to be, he was, you know, he was, he really made a lot of people laugh or feel something. Um, I think I, I 
I'm hoping I'm not done with that yet because I think I'm not sure people would say that yet. So I think some people would say laugh, but I don't know if I they would say made me feel something important. So it was in my life, changed my life, helped me change my life. Um, I, I, that's that's like that's probably my selfish thing of what I would like people to think that I changed people's lives and help people. I and I do, I do some things. I, listen, this is self. Uh, you know, uh, patting myself on the back. I got some friends that I've helped go to some different camps and, you know, athletic camps and stuff like that. I don't, you know, they did, they might not have had the means or something like that, but I never, and I wouldn't say who it is, but I, I wouldn't publish it, but I, I like to be a part of helping people. I really do. Um, and I don't, I, I guess this is, I'm saying it right now, which feels like a hypocritical, but I, I think you're like, I, I feel like you and I are very similar in these ways. Like you like, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but it's, I, I like to, I like to be part of helping somebody else succeed. And absolutely. And I, I don't mind, I don't mind getting the assist, I, yeah. you know, and I, it, sometimes you don't get I don't mind credit. getting any credit. Yeah. I don't even want yeah. any credit. I just, I just yeah. want to see people win. Yeah. Yeah. And every once in a while I'll look for credit and people are like, you didn't have anything to do with that. Like, okay, whatever. Right. You know, but it's like, there is a little piece of you that sometimes wishes you did have that, but it's not yeah, why you do bit. it. It's not, yeah. it's not why you do it. You do it because there's a, something in you that goes, I did something good for somebody. So yeah, I would think I'd like to be remembered in those terms. I, I, I don't know. I, I have a tough time. I have a tough time even figuring that out. I think, uh, I, I think it. people who are, I think people who know that, they are uh they're at the highest of highest levels yeah i love that man i love that all right so that's your legacy you mentioned your kids i know i met your son on radio road he seems to be a super cool calm he almost looked (laughs) like he was your agent or your manager you know (laughs) as they they say in the business your handler you know what i mean he almost looked (laughs) like he was your handler was it was he's on he's on his road is he is he on the track to be the, the next the next one or what's his trajectory what what well, what is he looking he's to do? selling he's he's in the he's I, he was selling buying and selling shoes online and stuff like that but now he's working at a shoe store called select here in uh in gilbert uh arizona with these guys you know they're 25 26 year old guys who own stores in a few different states and, uh, you know, they buy the Dunks and the Kobe's and stuff like that and buy and sell that kind of stuff. But, it, it, you know, they're full on stores and uh, he's, you know, he's into Kith. I don't, do you know Kith? Like, the, you know, it's a, a clothing line and stuff like that. That's pretty hip. And then he's, he's now dressing me and stuff. He's like, Dad, you got to look that up. I have Amazon $4 shirts, you know, and that's for 20 of them. <laughs> I'm wearing right. I'm wearing I'm wearing one right now. But he's got like the, you know, he's got me uh, the other day. I wore a Kith shirt on stage and like people, it was interesting because I've never had this where people came to me and go, I love oh, your, like shirt. your shirt. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I've been on see, the same one, thing. Yeah, Doug. Yeah. But I think, I feel like you've, been, have you not been a style guy your whole life or no? No, I, I, no. I don't, I, I don't do anything for myself. I've just recently got into being more trendy. Like you have I to used for to social be media, right? It's a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit, but I just, you know, I don't know. It's like kind of my line of work being in the, like the media world and entertainment. It's like, it's, it's funny because people, people treat you differently. They, they react to you differently when you, when you're in the, in, in the know with your trend. But sometimes people will watch a clip like you want to, I, again, tell me if I'm wrong. 
but you want to be known for having a good idea or a thought, right? Yeah. But then somebody will watch your video and it'll get crazy amount of views and people are like, you like, what'd you like so much about that video? I love that shirt you were wearing and that watch. Yeah. You're like, you watched yeah. that three times for the watch. Yeah. Like, and that just They're makes trying that to figure out where you got it. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> but the little things like that are yeah. very important in this world of views. And you just yeah. go, everything about that makes me sick. But at the same time, I'm like, I guess I have to, I, I guess I have to uh, assimilate. I have to understand that that's what this is. Because otherwise you're just beating your head against the wall. That's right. You got to fish where the fish are is what they say, you know? (laughs) So yeah, Frank, it's been a pleasure, man. Like I said, I could do this all day with you. So we'll, we'll schedule, we'll, we'll do another one. We'll, we'll We'll circle up and we'll we'll come back. We'll throw more impressions in and stuff like that. We're going to come back. We're going to do something. We're going to do this again, but I really appreciate the time, man. And I'm sure everybody out there that, that is listening, that will see this and hear it. I'm sure you enjoyed this as well. That's Frank Caliendo, everyone, the legendary Frank Caliendo, you know, the one we grew up watching. Well, I didn't really grow up watching him, but you know, we, we watched him on Sundays do the dopest impressions and, and make us laugh. So, uh, you know what? It's been it's been a pleasure. I appreciate it. And anytime I'm able to have a legend on, it's an honor. Anytime I'm having able to have a legend on from a different category from even what my category was, it's even more uh, super cool to me to have that opportunity to chop it up. So I appreciate you coming on with us, man. Wish you all the best, man. And, you know. I guess that's it. You know, this is another exciting edition coming to an end. If you missed anything, it's okay because it's going to go up on our podcast. You can check it out on our YouTube channel. You can check it out on Up On Game Presents Conversations with a Legend, wherever it is that you get your podcast from. And you know what? Well, that's about it. You know what I mean? Until next time, I'm LeVar Arrington. That's Frank Caliendo, y'all. All right. It's Up On Game Presents Conversations with a Legend. We'll catch up with you. Peace. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 